Hi and welcome to The Lonely Triathlete. My name is Todd and I am The Lonely Triathlete. Coming to you live from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. On this Wednesday, August the 2nd. People, I don't know what's happening. But I've injured my back for the second time this year. First it was the end of May. And now just three days ago. I guess the best part of what's happened is it's a different part of my back. So it's not like I have a very specific injury or very specific part of my back I have to worry about. It's muscular this time. does not feel like a disc. It feels like right in the middle of my back. The mid-back on one side of the spine. The, the big muscles on one side of the spine. And as I reflected upon what I did three days ago, I pretty much identified what I did. I was lifting my bike trainer in and out of my Jeep because I was staying in an Airbnb in North Vancouver. And I brought my trainer over there to do some training. And when I was leaving the Airbnb on Sunday, I had to carry this very awkward trainer I didn't want to get grease all over me, so I was holding it a bit away from me. And this is part of the formula for disaster, if you will. I was holding the trainer a little bit away from me. I had the seats down in the Jeep. I went in through the back door. I had to get the trainer in. So now I'm holding this. It's probably 50 or 60 pounds, maybe more. I'm holding it out in front of me, and my arms are acting like a lever. So that's putting a lot of stress on my back. Then I had to twist into the back of the Jeep to get the device down. I also lifted the heavy suitcase after that and was leaning to the side as I was carrying it. Now at the time, it didn't feel excessively heavy. I mean, it felt heavy, but it didn't feel like I was straining myself necessarily or like fighting to get this weight in there. But obviously... It was heavy enough that by the time I, I got back home to Vancouver and then I had to unload all of this heavy stuff that um, about an hour after that, my back started feeling kind of crampy in the middle of my back. And I thought, oh, I've kind of pulled a little muscle, like no, no big deal, but it just got worse and worse and worse. So now since Sunday, so today's Wednesday, I've not been able to train uh, it just, I'm, uh, it's just so frustrating. So I'm trying to practice what I preach about rest and recovery. I thought about taking some Tylenol this morning and getting on my bike trainer, but you know, the pain is still quite intense. So I'm going to continue to just rest and recover. I'm applying heat throughout the day and what else can you do? But it's so frustrating because I was really, really looking forward to this year performing at my best in my races. Now, it doesn't seem to have hurt me because I did take third place again in, in Washington back in July. But, I mean, I was three minutes slower. There is that. But um, anyway, it, you know, it's not ideal to be injured at any time of year. It's not ideal to be injured. So at least I can... Um, take solace in the fact that it wasn't a training injury, it wasn't a training error or mishap. 
since those seem like they should be a bit more preventable because we do these sports so often, you should see see it coming. But when I, when I look at the calendar, I've actually only lost three days of training. So it feels like two weeks. But I mean, honestly, three days, it's nothing. But oh, I for any of you that have been or are injured, I feel your pain, the pain in your soul, just the, oh, come on. I've been very, very fortunate over the years to have been injury-free. Um, but this is, I'm just struggling with this. And I'm also trying to be a bit philosophical about it and practical about it to remind myself I need to do some some back strength training. There's there's no two ways about it. At my age, 55, the fact that I don't haven't done any strength training for three years, any real serious strength training in the gym, um, yeah, it's a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call that my body might be pretty good at swimming, biking, and running, but it's not very good at carrying heavy things and twisting. And maybe the back isn't supposed to be good at that anyway. But I think if I spend some time and really focus on increasing the strength of my back, it might protect me from these times when I do silly things. So I'm just trying to stay patient. I hope you are all healthy out there. Okay, so let's get to the meat, the meat of this podcast, which is that I rediscovered something. I rediscovered something that brings me joy and something that I really love, and that is trail running. As I have let you know, I spent a week in North Vancouver, and North Vancouver is known worldwide for amazing, amazing trails, forested trails for mountain biking, but also for um, running, walking, hiking. I was in Panama a number of years ago at a bike shop, and the bike shop people in Spanish asked me where I was from when I told them Canada. The first thing they said, I just said Canada. didn't say where in Canada. The first thing they said was North Vancouver. And these were all like big uh, mountain bike guys. And so I said, yeah, North Vancouver has got some of the best mountain biking in the world. There are so many trails. And these trails are quite often quite useful for running on. And I visited North Vancouver like for years and years and years and years for walking, running, hiking. and um, But I typically don't run on trails. I typically run on the road. And it's for good reason. While the road can be boring, it sure is flat and predictable, which is fantastic for doing intervals when it comes to pacing. The moment you throw trails with any kind of elevation change in there, it just throws your pacing off completely. So you're supposed to run, for a while there, I was running according to pace. So my, you know, my plan might say run four minutes and 30 seconds per kilometer for X minutes. Well, you can't do that when you're running uphill or if the terrain is fluctuating, your numbers are all over the place. Uh, these days I've switched to running by effort. And so it made, my transition to this trail running quite easy because I just ignored what my pace was and I just focused on effort. But I tell you, running in nature, oh, time passes so much more quickly. Like what would normally feel like a half an hour run on on a road 
feels like 10, 12 minutes in the trees. It's weird. Maybe it's because your brain has to process so much more uh, terrain that's passing you by. and You have to focus on your feet, not tripping on rocks and roots. Um, maybe you're just distracted by your environment. But I tell you, time just passes quickly. The air feels so much cleaner. Certainly the environment is so much quieter. There's no cars going by you. There's not as many people. Oh, it's just a completely different environment. And just love it. Love it so much. Now, I was a little nervous to run into some bears. Because we are in bear country. I made myself feel better to, by reminding myself that these are populated trails. So bears, if they were around, would learn that people walk on these trails. And typically bears don't like to encounter people. It's only when we surprise them that we run into trouble or we leave food out. And we, it's too tempting for them. So they come into our space. But... Um, a little nervous for bears. So every once in a while, I'd clap my hands or I'd kind of shout out loud. I was actually more nervous to get lost because <laughs> I I have the worst sense of direction. I, I get lost half the time. I'm even in my own neighborhood. It's crazy. So I made sure they have my phone with me. I made sure I had cell reception. And actually, I did. I thought I got lost twice. I was on a allegedly was on a loop trail and I did three quarters of this, this alleged loop and then figured that's it this is not a loop I'm not on a loop I'm heading far away from where I started and so I doubled back on on the same route that I went out on then when I looked at my map my GPS map I actually was on the loop so crazy anyhow I didn't get lost all was good one thing I also relearned, rediscovered about trail running is it is a lot harder on my legs and on my back because of the changing terrain. Ultimately, that has got to be better for your muscles because you're training like, um, you know, with all of the foot positioning you have to do to jump over little rocks and roots, you're training all sorts of muscles in your in your body that you would never train on a flat road. So... It is ultimately better for your body to train on a trail. So if you happen to have any trails near you, I'd encourage you, mix them into your routine. So not only will you get variety in your running, but you also get better muscular adaptation. So head out on those trails for a run once in a while. And maybe you'll fall in love with the trails just like I, I rediscovered my love for. I used to... I used to not understand people that loved hiking and walking in the forest so much. But there's something about, as I get older, there's just something about the, the trees and forests that, that draws, there's a draw for me. The Japanese have something called, a term called forest bathing, which refers to getting out and spending time in nature. It's good for the body. It's good for the mind. Uh, and it's true. I have to say my experience is, is that that is true. So I would encourage you all try some forest bathing for yourself if you can. Even if it's just for a walk, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. So that's it for me. I hope you're all healthy. I hope none of you are injured. If you are and you want to uh, 
complain to somebody who is also injured, feel free to drop me a line at thelonelytriathlete at gmail.com. So in the meantime, take care and we'll talk to you later. <laughs>